Welcome to the King's Anywhere podcast, inspirational teaching, wherever you are, whatever you're doing, whenever you're ready. them are you found isn't it wonderful to know Jesus and to be known by him the song of Solomon it's one of those books that we avoid because it's a bit weird it's sensual but I just love it it says smother me with kisses your spirit kiss divine so sweet are your caresses I drink them in like wine about him as being flowing oil and it's just ah oh, it's amazing and then, you know recently I've been looking at the next chapter chapter two and I just want to open with this just to encourage you because I think it really speaks to God's church and where we are now as the world comes out of this crazy your eyes for a second. Can you make this personal? Can you make this about you and him? Not about who you came with or any other distraction. Make it you and him. This is what the Bible says in regard to your relationship with Jesus. I'm truly his rose. I'm the very theme of his song. I'm overshadowed by his love. Like a lily growing in the valley. And then he says to you, yes, you are my darling companion. You stand out from the rest. For though the thorns surround you, you remain as pure as a lily, more than the others. I love you, my child. You're the apple of my eye. Receive my love today. And then our response is, My beloved is to me the most fragrant apple tree. He stands above the sons of man, sitting under his great shadow. I blossom in his shade, enjoying the sweet taste of his pleasant delicious fruit the sweet taste of his delicious fruit I don't know if you can 
can see what the children are painting at the front. But yesterday, Pastor Jackie was talking about these two trees, how their roots combine and and how their branches intertwine. And and now the children are putting this fruit all over these trees. And I believe that's a picture for your church and for this time. I'm resting with delight in his glory. Where his glory never fades. Did you know? He remains the same. He remains the same. And suddenly he transported me into his house of wine. He looked upon me with his unrelenting love divine. Oh, would you revive? say that. Revive me. Go on, ask him. Revive me. Go on and again. Revive me. Say, fill my cup. Fill my cup, Lord. Fill my cup, Lord. Oh, revive me with your raisin cakes. Refresh me again with your apples. Help me and hold me. I am lovesick I'm longing for you I'm longing for more Yet how could I take more? Verse 6 His left hand cradles my head While his right hand holds me close And I'm at rest in this love I'm at rest in this love Verse 8 says, listen, I hear my lover's voice. I know it's him coming to me, leaping with joy over the mountains, skipping in love over the hills that separate us to come to me. Let me describe him. Are you ready for this? He's graceful as a gazelle, swift as a wild stag, and now he comes closer even to the places where I hide. Where are you hiding? Close your eyes. Come out. <laughs> come out. Come out. Come out. I'm going to do something brave. Sing a song I hardly know. Come out of hiding. You're safe here with me. There's no need to cover what I already see.
my victory is yours. I tore the veil so you could come close. There's no reason to live at a distance anymore. You're already loved. You're already loved. You're Come away with me. I have come as you've asked to draw you to my heart and lead you out. For now is the time, my beautiful one. The season has changed. The bondage of your barren winter has ended. And the season of hiding is over and gone. The rains have soaked the earth and left it bright with blossoming flowers. You turned graves into gardens. The season for singing and pruning the vines has arrived. I hear the cooing of doves in our land, filling the air with songs to awaken you and guide you forth. Can you not discern this new day of destiny breaking forth around you? What's too difficult for the Lord? What's a building in the hands of God? What is money to the keeper of the storehouse? The early signs of my purposes and plans are bursting forth. The budding vines of new life are now blooming everywhere. The fragrance of their flowers whispers, there's change in the air. I'm not making this up. I'm not making this up. There is change in the air. Say it. There's change in the air. Now believe it and say it. There's change in the air. So arise, my love, my beautiful companion, and run with me to the higher place. For now is the time to arise and come away with me. For you are my dove. Hidden in the split open rock, it was I who took you and hid you up high in the secret stairway of the sky. So let me see your radiant face. Now you can open your eyes if you've got them open. (laughs) Let me see your radiant face and hear your sweet voice. How beautiful your eyes of worship and lovely your voice in prayer. Verse 15, you must catch the troubling foxes. Those sly little foxes that hinder our relationship. Are we ready to deal with some foxes this morning? We dealt with some yesterday morning, but I feel like we need to return to that. And we're going to deal with some foxes. 
Amen. I've got a friend, she feeds foxes in her garden. I thought, what on earth? Why would you do that? They stink. (laughs) But anyway, um, we're going to deal with some foxes. I'm sorry if you feed your foxes. (laughs) They're beautiful. But not these ones that God's talking about. The troubling foxes, the sly foxes that hinder our relationship. For they raid our budding vineyard of love to ruin what I've planted within you. Will you catch them and remove them for me? And then thank God, he says, we'll do it together. We're going to do it together this morning. God wants to take you into a new season of courage and boldness. Amen. So we're going to remove some stuff that would hinder that. What stops you from being brave and courageous? Shout out some things. What stops you? Fear. Fear of what? Most things. Fear of most things. Someone specify. Fear of people. Big one, right? Fear of man. So we're going to get rid of some fear of man right now. Anyone can identify an area in their life where they're in fear of man? Um, Just identify, allow the Holy Spirit to identify it. And we're going to do some business. We're going to get rid of that fox of fear. Because God wants to move us into a place of courage and boldness this morning. Amen? Hallelujah. I'm going to sing a really difficult song. It's difficult because I remember when I wrote it. I was lying on the floor in my house. I had put my back out really badly. I couldn't move, couldn't go to the loo or anything. So when Shax left for work in the morning, he would leave me with a bottle of water, a computer, a Bible, because I was very holy, and then he'd go off to work. And I just had to not drink too much water. <laughs> I was really flat out on my back, couldn't move for about three months. And, but this was a particularly bad day. And my pastor came around to, to actually pray for me and anoint me, but I couldn't get up to let him in. And being from Leeds, he just laughed at me through the window. Like, no compassion. No, there was compassion, of course there was. But Bridge Street Church, man, like they've got a sense of humour that I just don't understand. I'm from London. I'm like, and he's just like laughing at me through the window. And I remember uh, as he left, (laughs) my computer, it was like, this was years ago, but I remember the battery on my computer just went, and just stopped. And then the television cut out. All happened in the space of about two minutes. And the only thing left was to open the Bible. And I was like, I think God wants my attention. <laughs> and uh, this was a song uh, that I haven't... I always get the words wrong, forgive me, I do that a lot. But I, it's quite a wordy song. And I remember as I penned it, it would be for somebody other than me. Because... Uh, most of my songs I think are for someone else like someone who needs a whole lot of help you know but I soon realised that it was for me first but it really helped me I don't want to be a fear in fear of any man and the only antidote to that of course is having a really good healthy fear of God see I want to please him I want to please him so much and I'm in fear of not having that close, close, close connection with him. That's what scares me. Not being able to hear him. Not being able to know what he's asking of me. That, that's scary to me. Oh Lord, help me remember this song. I called you awesome all knowing my God you are. I called you friend and bright morning star. I called you friend and my brother. The ancient of days, I gave you all of my worship and all of my praise. How could I fall the way that I fell? 
And uh, let me tell you a story just to help this. Otherwise, your pastors are going to have a problem. Okay. God's a God of order. When the Lord gives me something to share and something to do, which may be very different from how he uses you, I always submit to whatever authority is in the room. Whoever God has put in leadership in that space. That's good. It's good to do. So I want to take you back. And I want you to trust that submission relationship that you have with your leadership here. If you're a leader in the church, could you stand so people know who you are? Just stand up if you're a leader within the church, in your context, in your home group, in whatever capacity. Fab. Beautiful. It's no easy task. We thank you for your service. We thank you for your sacrifice. We're going to come back to you in a minute. Thank you. Sit down. So we submit to, to, to this. And, and I want to show you how it works. I was 100% hating every moment of a particular thing I was doing. I was on a platform, much like this, and there was a smoke machine on the go. There was lighting, there was cameras in my face, and it was an alien environment for me. I'd been an evangelist on the streets for years. Then all of a sudden, I was propelled into this whole other context of leading worship. And I, I ended up at the very, very first public thing I ever did. I was back in singing for like worship central people like that so they were the big wigs I didn't know who they were I didn't even know their songs but that's where I was and it was a very uncomfortable fit for me and uh but while I was there I'd always been used in the prophetic mainly in evangelism and on streets it's a great training ground really good training ground so I'm there on this platform all of a sudden I see a picture of me and I'm like in an anime kind of comic strip and I, I think I was slimming it as well. I really quite liked the way they, I was portrayed. <laughs> and, uh, and I remember, I, 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 you could literally read the captions underneath, which I'd never experienced before. And it said, Lord, I have something to share, but there's no space. Anyone ever had that? Well, you had a real inkling God wanted to say something, but there was just no space. It wasn't anyone's fault. It just, just never occurred. It just, you know. And anyway, so I was kind of saying to him, I want to share what you've given me, but there's no space. And the next caption, God is leaning forward and saying, don't worry about that. Find me the one who at 12, I was the God of all comfort and tell her I'm still the God of all comfort. So I kind of then still find myself there on this platform doing backing singing for these guys. So I leant over to the one who was in charge of that moment, which was Noel Robinson. And I said, Noel, if there's a space, I feel like I have something from the Lord. But if there's not equally, that's cool. Anyway, the space never arose. Um, I did not get offended by that. I'm too old in Jesus to be offended by anything like that. And so that washed off me like water off a duck's back. It was 10 o'clock Saturday night, Wood Green. I felt it was important, but the space never arose. I submitted to that leadership. The next day I went to church and my husband said, what's wrong with you? And I said, I feel a burden. Usually when God gives you something to do, if you don't do it, there's no condemnation for those in Christ Jesus. He, like, you just feel this release and a forgiveness and, and it's no problem. And he'll use somebody else to partner with. He doesn't need you. He just, he just invites you in. <laughs> so we don't carry around that condemnation. That wasn't what I was sensing. What I was sensing the next morning was that it was still there. And I couldn't understand it because it's not 10 o'clock anymore. I'm not in Wood Green and it's not Saturday. To me, it was an irrelevant thing. 
God's outside of time. And my husband, who's a very slow to speak man, spoke. And he says, I want you to share it this morning at church. And uh, I said, it's not for church. <laughs> but again, even in my capacity as a married woman, I submitted to that leadership. And I, I submitted to my husband. I said, do you know what? I'm going to do it. I didn't feel like it was the right time at all. So I went down the front of the church. I did the whole disclaimer that we Pentecostals do. Did the whole disclaimer. I stood there with my eyes tight shut. I'm not sure if this is for now. In fact, it's probably not. Uh, you know, just test it out. I might have heard God, but you know, we prophesy in part. It might just only be half correct, if correct at all, you know. And I just went on and on. And in the end, I just oh, Helen. The one who at 12, God was the God of all comfort. He's still the God of all comfort. When I opened my eyes, there's this red-headed woman who I've never met before, running down the aisle, crying her eyes out. And I'm like, wow, Pastor Glenn, you might have to minister to her. And I started walking away. <laughs> and Glenn obviously rebuked me. And I had a lot to learn. I was young. And so anyway, went out with this lady. Her name's Michelle. I said, Michelle, what brought you here today? She said, last night at 10 o'clock, my mum died. And I thought, why is she telling me the time? And immediately my antennae was like, oh, God's trying to teach me something. So she said, I knew my mum was a believer and she attended an Elim church. So I just found whichever was my closest Elim church on Google. And I've arrived here this morning and you've given that word. Find me the one who at 12, I was the God of all comfort. I'm still the God of all comfort. I said, well, what's the 12 about? She said, well, when I was 12, my dad died. And that's the day I turned my back on God and I walked away from my faith my mum's been praying for me ever since 30 odd years anyway here she is so Pastor Glenn took her through the Alpha he felt a great kind of urgency about doing that and then uh, we got a phone call this was a matter of probably three months later she's now given her life to the Lord and she's doing really well and uh, she was at work and she collapsed with an aneurysm and she was in ICU for three days before she passed, leaving two teenage daughters. Like, it's really important that when God gives you something that you share it. Like I said earlier, there's no condemnation if, if you're not there yet and you don't share it. He'll use someone else. But the Bible says that when we use this gift, when we use this prophetic gift, people, even the unsaved, will get down on their knees and say, surely your God is real. Because they will hear something that, that someone out there knows them, that they're being, that they're seen. Yeah? Don't worry, the family are doing really well. The daughter's a worship leader at Hillsong. And like, they're just, it's amazing how God just knows. And we can trust Him. We can trust Him. Now, I want to do something kind of brave because I don't know how it's going to work. Jermaine started to play Jaira, which is another song I don't really know. But like, it's like that, isn't it? With beauty and splendor. Do you know it? How much more does he love you? How much more does he love you? Now, I want to take this picture here. And um, Pastor Jackie, would you mind helping me out a bit? Because I wasn't prepared to do it. I didn't know why I was painting this picture. Um, it was a bit of a very rough last-minute moment thing just in the last song we were singing. But I had the impression of a man who was so bent over and so in need. Like, you know, like, can't go home lest I have an encounter with you, Jesus, today. <laughs> 
And somehow, I just want to, and I don't even know, I haven't been painting long, so I'm not really kind of like way up on technique and stuff. But who here knows the Lily song, the Gyro song? I bet one of you at the back know it, didn't you? Liar. Right. Yeah, lift, put it back a little bit. Okay. If you're somebody who know, you know you need to see this, I want you to come out of your chair and come down the front and see it. If you're that man or you're that woman married to that man or you know who that man is, I want you to come too. And I want you to, to witness what we're going to do in the spirit. It's a prophetic thing. So if you're that desperate man, I want you to come forward now. And if you're representing that desperate man, I want you to come forward too. So I don't know how, but I'm going to make you into a lily in the valley. Yeah. And, uh, and we'll find that scripture in a minute because it's a good one. right now renewed like that. just follow that around like that so it's like a bit of a petal that's it and then like that. your mind's being renewed that's it this leaf I'll do that one that's just a light like that it's like your backbone right there your backbone the strength of your life it says in the bible that the lord you're my the strength of my life the strength of my life that's you there Jack as well, isn't it? I wouldn't call you Jack. You're like Pastor Jacqueline. Like, oh, you can't really move now, can you? Because you're like, you're like this. So I believe that there's three other lilies in the room that we need to just kind of, I'm just going to put some more lilies. It doesn't even matter if it doesn't look that much like lilies. It's okay. Okay. And then I'm just going to make sure you're rooted because otherwise that's going to be a disaster. So we root this lily right now in the name of Jesus. Beautiful. And then if, while we're doing the rest of it, if you could just block out this bit with the dark blue so it really does look like lilies. And you can add some more lilies if you want. And we'll put these bits here. Because I believe, Jack, that God's going to really use you and that you are going to lead many people to the Lord. I believe that you're an evangelist to the core. And you're going to evangelize in a very different kind of way. And it's going to be very natural. And uh, you don't need to go and learn how to do that at a college. But the Holy Spirit's going to teach you. So, you know, um, so don't, yeah. Let's stretch our hands out towards Jack right now. Yeah, you make that good for me, please, Pastor. And you might want to do something with your hand. 
might. Yeah, stretch your hands out to Jack. Father God, you make all things beautiful in its time. And you're making this man beautiful. You have made him to be a lily in a valley where many people will see him blossom and grow in spaces no one else could. And Lord Jesus, you're going to empower him by your spirit to be an evangelist and to lead many people to to yourself. And he's going to be able to do that so naturally because, God, you are going to give him a real beautiful relationship and a dance with the Holy Spirit that many people dream of having. But, Lord, we rejoice. We're going to see it enacted out in this man. That, Father, you're going to teach him a new dance, a new way to move, a new way to live, a new way to breathe. Holy Spirit, you're the teacher of all teachers. We hand him over into your care. We're prayerful about him, Lord God. We thank God for him. We pray a blessing on his family right now in Jesus' name. And all these dots you keep seeing, all these dots, don't worry, God joins them up. You don't need to. You don't have to fix everything. You don't have to join up all the dots because he's got the picture. He just wants you to be obedient step by step. I need to sing custodians of fire. And, um, and so, yeah, we thank you for Jack. All right? Thank you for Jack. He bottles up every single tear. Your tears are different from other people's tears. You cry over unusual things. And that's really beautiful because it means that you see stuff other people don't see. And um, in that, that means you're going to have a bit of a lonely walk again, like my other evangelist over there. That it's... Because you, you don't mind going over after the one, the most difficult. You don't mind. God equip him. So these are the other people that you're probably going to make into lilies. Thank you for that gift. Yeah. Right. Now... Those people who stood up earlier in your leadership, I would love for you, please, to stand again. Okay, Jack, go and wash your hands. <laughs> if you want to just do a quick, quick job, you could just dip it in here, like, and then just wipe it off on that. Sorry about that, mate. It's a messy thing being a Christian, you know. It's it's messy. I called you to the mountain. And you came, I called you to myself, and you remained. So now I tell you what you carry, and I show you who you are. You will never be the same. I called you to the river. to my heart and oh boy you forgave so now I tell you what you carry and I show you who you are you will never be the same I need a bit of help here hey you've all got to help me with that yeah, hands over baby's ears. Right, so we're big hay, not a pretty sound. Not about pretty. After four, one, two, three, and hey, custodians of fire. You're
faith and here you stand. So now I tell you what you can and I show you who you are. You will never be the same. Two, three, four. Custodians of fire, you're carrying my glory, carrying my glories. Hey, custodians of not set apart from our people. We are all custodians of fire. We are all custodians of fire. So now your leaders turn to look at you and to call you custodians of fire. Look around the room leaders. You have got every single apostolic gift in this room right now. Everything pertaining to life and a thriving church is here right now. It's here right now. It's all here. It's all here. Amen. And so now we sing it to each other. (laughs) Here we go. Now you see now, because it's about you, you all of a sudden say, it can't be about me because I've been to Bible college. No, no. So the hay needs to be it's not going to flop out your gob naturally. It's got to have a bit of "Mm," from the stomach. Yeah? It's got to have a "Mm." it's a choice. Yeah? It's a choice. It's a Jackie Chan. That kind of thing, yeah? So, are you ready? One, two, three, and... Hey! That's good, actually. That's really good. One, two, three, and... Hey! Custodians of fire You're carrying my glory You're carrying my glory Hey! Custodians fear of man and I felt like that was the inference was it was about other men other people talking to you now we need to deal with your own self talking to yourself so we're going to talk maybe for just 30 seconds because time's ticking 
And I'm just going to ask the Holy Spirit to do what he needs to do. We've got to get rid of as many little foxes as we can so that when you leave this place today, you're filled with courage and boldness to go wherever the Holy Spirit is leading you to go. Amen. Some of you are a bit tentative about that. So I'm kind of happy where I'm at right now. Banner. So this song, I sang this yesterday morning, I think. This song deals with the slander and when people um, have spoken words over you. But it's also for you to reflect on what you say about yourself. It's also a moment for you to say, do you know, I don't even trust what I say about myself. Because I'm sure Peter didn't see himself as a rock at the time when Jesus called him such. And so we want God to trump everything that you say about yourself this morning that doesn't line up to his purposes and plans for your life. Amen? Put your hand up if you think, yeah, there's probably a few items in my life that I could give to him right now. It makes me know it's worth singing a song. Yeah, brilliant. Okay, so Holy Spirit, do what you do. I've had many words spoken over my life Some spoken in love and some in spite But the word that I cling to and know to be true Is the word of my Lord I've had friends that come and friends that go Some blessing my life and helping me grow But the one that I cling to and know to be true Is the word of my Lord For your banner over me is love And your word is true You have spoken over my life So I'm gonna hold my peace And I'll trust in you, oh, yeah. I'm going to trust in you, Lord, yeah. What about this one? Turn the other cheek with the extra mile. Return the curse with a blessing, a frown with a smile. But my God, when I know I've done all that I can, I leave it in your hands. Could you just do that? Everything you put your hand up for before, release it. Just release it. I've been misunderstood, though my heart's sincere. Slandered by those I counted as near. But my God, when I know I've done all that I can, I leave it in your hand. Let it go. For your banner over me is love and your word is true. Say true. You have spoken over my life, so I'm going to hold my peace. Yes, your banner over me is love and your word is true. You have spoken over my life, so I'm going to hold my wait an awful long time to see your dreams and your prayers be answered but be answered they shall be God makes all things beautiful so I trust in you oh. 
Come on, let the lightness of spirit come. I'm gonna trust in you, Lord. All the lightness of the spirit of God. I'm gonna trust in you, Jesus. When nothing matters but you, God. over you just close your eyes for a moment and I want him to identify something in your life that he wants you to hear he wants to speak a word over you he may even want to give you a new name we sang about it earlier you give me a new name faithful give me a new name trustworthy one give me a new name Lord apple of my Give me a new name, Lord. You're the taught one, and you'll be taught by my spirit. Give me a name, Lord. Enduring one, you are, you are, you are. Give me a name, Lord. Speak over me, Lord Jesus. I will be your lily in the valley. so many foxes. Holy Spirit, would you just continue to work with these people, this beautiful tribe, ensuring that all the foxes are taken care of so they can be the bold people, the boldest of people, the most courageous of people. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. One of the little girls drew a picture this morning of God. Where is she? Is it Annie? Annie? Was it Annie? Yeah, Annie, come on up. Would you mind showing us your picture? It was so beautiful. And there's, there's one aspect of the picture that was just so great. And when children paint, I mean, when you look at the fruit on this tree, you know, I reckon most adults, we would have stopped at some point. But the kids just don't stop. They just carry on because, like, there's space. They just carry on because there's space. 
give them a round of applause for what they've been doing. Like, it's like if there's space, then he'll fill it. And it's just like, they're just gone and gone. I love the colours that they've chosen. I love the fact that they've chosen so many different colours and that these trees are full of fruit. And they just don't stop. There's no limits. You know, kids are just courageous. If you want to learn how to be courageous, let's just look at the kids. Right, let's look at the kids. Do you mind if I, if I, can I take that? Is that all right? And do, do you mind saying what kind of, what's, what this is here? That is God. Smiling. God smiles. And somebody here, every time you think of God, especially Father God, you never see him smiling. Like it's not a concept that that you're used to. And the Holy Spirit right now wants to erase the picture you have of him because it's not the right picture of him. He's not an angry God. He's not angry. (laughs) He's happy. And it just really blew me away when I saw her picture and how many hearts he has for you, how much love he has for you, you know. So happy is your God. And I think that this is probably the last thing that I'll do is probably this last song. And and then just we'll linger for just a few moments before I hand back to pastor. But, you know, I'll go in the car and I'll think, ah, oh, I probably should have said that, probably should have said this. But I feel released from all that because the Holy Spirit continues to work you know, yesterday, Jeff, as we were talking about the Holy Spirit, Jeff said, you know, you've all got to tap at home. <laughs> and I thought, that's so true. The Lord continues to do his work. But this is my little off- offering. And I want to I wanna convince you that God smiles. And this is the last story I tell. I was invited to sing at um, this particular conference. And I kept wanting to sing my best song. The song that I thought was my best one that I'd written, I thought that would be the right thing to do because God's a God of excellence. He deserves the best. And I just felt like God's posture was, it was just so funny. It was almost like he was leaning up against my piano, like saying, we can sing that if you want. But I've got something so much better if you'll wait. And uh, it was really, really hard to make that decision to trust in the Lord with all your heart leaning not on your own understanding but in all your ways acknowledging him and then he makes your path straight that was my baptismal verse and I found it that was what the challenge was in that moment you see you can do what you think is right and what you think is best and what you think is excellent but sometimes the Holy Spirit wants to do something really quite simple and beautiful and profound and um, and that was one of those kind of moments so I didn't send my song off to the band who wanted to practice. I just said, oh, I haven't got anything yet. And when I got there, you had all these big wigs coming off the platform, having sung equally as prophetically, but with songs that they had written beforehand. It's just not the way God works with me. Yeah. So those of you who, who God gives you stuff in advance and it's still on point, it's still authentic, it's still prophetic and all of that. But the way God works with me is just different. And so I arrived and he'd given me one line. And he just said, call them fools for Christ. And I was like, oh, that's a, like, it's a, oh. So anyway, I stood up on a platform like this. It's quite a number of years ago now. And I was, I remember, I wasn't nervous because I'd learned not to be nervous when the Holy Spirit was leading me anywhere. But it had taken years of practice. And so I wasn't nervous in that sense, but... 
I did know that it could be that all I sing is that one line and then that's it. It doesn't give me anything else. And so I was willing in that moment to die the death of performance, die that death, and just deliver what God gave me to do, even if it's as simple as one line. And before you go today, I want you to ask the Holy Spirit to give you something for somebody else before you leave. And even if it's just one word, I want you to be really obedient and to step into that and deliver that word. And if he's given you a line, just deliver the line. It could be something that he wants you to do during the week, but just be really obedient and start to develop that gift if you're not doing it already. So anyway, I stood on, I stood on this platform and the drummer said, what's the beat? And I said, I don't know. And then the keyboard said, like, what key? And I said, I don't know. But I had one line. So I sang, calling all of you fools for Christ. Then I'm like, Lord, what's next? And I saw five pictures pop up in my eye. And it was, the first picture was a clown. <laughs> the second picture was one of those feel type people <laughs> walking up and down on a bus telling everyone about Jesus. And then the next one was somebody who was wearing a sandwich board. The end is nigh. Evangelist. Then the next one was somebody sitting on a fence. The next one was a soldier having his feet bathed by Jesus. And the sixth picture, sorry, there were six, was a woman who was grieving next to a grave. So I, okay, I now know that much, which is a lot. <laughs> but how's it going to... How's it going to come into this song? And it was just the simplest of things. I had the best musicians in the world playing. But how many chords does it take, Jermaine? Like three, four chords, you know. Simplify. Everyone say simplify. We overcomplicate everything. Calling all of you fools for Christ. You'll never be put to shame. Die to yourself again. Calling all of you crazy, passionate lovers of Christ. Feel I know you by name. Can we have this dance? So sing out the song that you're singing. When you sing out the song that you're singing, how you bless me, worship team. Did you know you bless me? And when you sing out the song that you're singing, when you sing out your song, heaven smiles. See, he is a happy, happy God. Amen. Pushing, striving to make my name known in your beautiful feet. I sung about in heaven, calling all you with one foot in one camp, one foot in my camp. Come back home. Let me father you. Oh, so sing out the song that you sing. Did you know you bless me? 
Renew my mind. Help me to think like Jesus. Look like Jesus. Walk like Jesus. Love like Jesus. My life belongs to you. And Philippians 4 verse 7 says, And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Father, you know what the little foxes are in our lives. Help us to deal with them, we pray, that we would be bold and courageous for your glory. Amen. Amen. I taught taught the guys a benediction. It'll take two minutes. It just goes like this. May my troubles keep me near the cross. May your struggles show that you need God. May your battles end the way they should. May your bad days prove that God is good. May your whole life prove that God is good. Got paint all over this microphone. I'm so sorry. I'm sure we we really want to say thank you to Helen and to Jermaine for leading us this morning. Let's just show our appreciation. When we planted King's Church, the passage of scripture God gave us was Psalm 1, verses 1 to 3. And it talks about being a tree planted by streams of water that bursts fruit in season. And I wonder if the children of our church have just painted a picture of something of the fruit in season that God wants to give. Um, they are just very powerful. So thank you so much for what you've brought to us today. Um, Yeah, Mike, you've got something you want to share with us. Yeah, I just want to finish us here. This is Psalm 136. It says this, give thanks to the Lord for he is good. His love endures forever. Give thanks to the God of God. His love endures. Louder next time. Give thanks to the Lord of Lords. His love endures. To him who alone does great wonders, his love endures for by his understanding made the heavens. I was hoping for the whole verse, but never mind. And so it goes on in Psalm 136. There's 26 verses of this. It talks about God. It talks about something that he does. And then it reminds us that his love endures forever. I have no doubt that as a church, we've had a significant weekend. I have no doubt that individually you've had a significant weekend. But remember this, it doesn't end here. His love endures forever. The love that you have felt this morning endures forever for you. The things that the Holy Spirit has poured into you, his love endures forever. The things that he is asking you to do, he's not sending you out to do them alone because his love endures forever. Once again, thank you to Helen and Jermaine for everything that you've brought to us this weekend. Let's just give these guys another round of applause. Just a reminder that we are in bases next week, and then it's light night the week after that at Chapelford. Please do stay for a coffee to have a chat. Uh, have a look at, at Helen's paintings as well. Um, they are available to, to buy if you see Helen about that as well. 
When we, just if you weren't here yesterday, if we sell these paintings here, oh, bless you. I'm married, you know that. <laughs> oh, okay. So, like, we're... So am I. Oh. <laughs> so, I've got... I've got um, so these paintings. If I sell these paintings, it's really helpful because what we do is we furnish Frontline with um, prophetic art, and I've just been asked to resource the biggest female prison uh, in Europe with pictures for their cells. And so, the more pictures I can sell, it really helps me to then do that to furnish that because that's that's a lot of pictures. So do be, please think about it. And if if you can't do that, that's fine. You know, I don't know, just take it anyway, or take a photo of it or something and print it off at home for free. Yeah, bless you. Fantastic. Um, I know time has gone, but uh, I just want to ask you for 30 more seconds because Lillian felt God has given her something and I don't want us to leave without hearing that. So Lillian's going to say that and then we're going to have a cup of tea and coffee. In Genesis um, chapter 21, we read the story of Hagar. And Hagar was a slave. She was a physical slave. But her mistress wasn't very kind to her, and she ran, and she ran into the desert, and she got to a place where she couldn't go any further, and in her mind, she was there to die. But God knew exactly where she was, because God saw her. God taught her, and I believe God wants to teach us, that he is Jehovah Shammah, the God who sees He saw her, and he sees you, he sees me, he sees our family in situations where they're at their very end. And he wants them to know, I see you, I see you. But God had a plan for Hagar. And as we've heard before, Hagar went back to the situation that she was in. And sometimes we have to go back to the situation that we've been in. But the difference was that Hagar was changed. She knew that God knew her. She knew that God understood how she felt. She knew that God saw the situation that she found herself in. God sees us. God sees you. And he knows the situation that maybe you have to go back to. But the difference is that he goes with you. He sees the situation and he will bless where you are. So go into this week knowing that God sees you and God smiles over you. Two good things to remember. Have a great week. Please do stay for some tea and coffee and refreshments. We hope you enjoyed this message. To find out more about King's Church Warrington, visit our website or find us on Facebook and Instagram.